The fact that you've got this far into the mini-series of the Think Curiously podcast tells me two things. One, that you're bored and you need something to fill your time, or that you have genuine interest in learning about Stoicism. This is as much of a learning process for me as it is for you, as my journey started towards the end of November 2020. There's few things in life that make you think deeply about your life and your purpose, like death. And that's the crux of Stoicism in many ways. For example, Epicurus, one of the all-time great thinkers in Stoicism, once said, Why should I fear death? If I am, then death is not. If death is, then I am not. Why should I fear that which can only exist when I do not? Now, hopefully, you're still with me and haven't decided that the talk of death is too morbid to listen to, but essentially, that's why I started my journey. That, combined with my research into my own purpose for living and trying to find my way, understanding it, and then having a conscious effort to live it, led me towards the Stoic philosophy, ultimately guided me then towards the Daily Stoic, by Ryan Holiday, the book upon which this podcast miniseries is based. So here's how it works. The book provides a daily injection of Stoic wisdom designed to be read one page per day for a full year. And what I've decided to do is pack that together in seven days worth of wisdom and explanation into one podcast episode per week. The hope is that you might feel intrigued enough to research the philosophy and some of its most prominent thinkers, or to the extreme extent It might be a guide towards questioning your own purpose in life and what you can do to live a more happier and fulfilled one. If you're ready, we'll get started. The month of January is dedicated to seeking clarity and the journey starts on January 1st with the understanding of control and choice. The chief task in life is simply this, to understand and identify and separate matters so that I can say clearly to myself which are externals not under my control and which have to do with the choices I actually can control. Where then do I look for good and evil? Not to uncontrollable externals, but within myself to the choices that are my own. That was said by Epictetus, one of the great thinkers behind the Stoic philosophy movement, and as an explanation, the single most important practice in Stoic philosophy is differentiating between what we can change and what we can't, what we have influence over and what we do not. A flight is delayed because of the weather. No amount of yelling at an airline pilot or representative will end a storm. No amount of wishing will make you taller or shorter or born in a different country. No matter how hard you try, you can't make someone like you. And on top of that, time spent hurling yourself at these immovable objects is time not spent on the things we can change. The recovery community practices something called the serenity prayer. That is, God Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Addicts cannot change the abuse they may have suffered in childhood. They cannot undo the choices they have made or the hurt that they have caused, but they can change the future through the power they have in the present moment. As Epictetus said, they can control the choices that they make right now. The same is true for us today. If we can focus on making clear what parts of our day are within our control and what parts are not, we will not only be happier, we will have had a distinct advantage over other people who fail to realise they are fighting an unwinnable battle. Education is freedom. What is the fruit of these teachings? Only the most beautiful and proper harvest of the truly educated. Tranquility, fearlessness and freedom. We should not trust the masses who say 
only the free can be educated, but rather the lovers of wisdom who say that only the educated are free. Why did you pick up a book? Why did you listen to this podcast? Why pick up any book or why listen to any podcast? Not to seem smarter, not to pass the time on the plane, not to hear what you want to hear. There are plenty of easier choices than reading or listening to a podcast. No, you picked up this book or a podcast, for example, because you're learning how to live. Remember, you want to be free, fear less and achieve a state of peace. Education, reading and meditating on the wisdom of great minds is not to be done for its own sake. It has a purpose. Remember that imperative on the days you start to feel distracted when watching television or having a snack seems like a better use of your time than reading or studying philosophy, knowledge and self-knowledge in particular is freedom. Be ruthless to the things that don't matter. How many have laid waste to your life when you weren't aware of what you were losing? How much was wasted in pointless grief, foolish joy, greedy desire and social amusements? How little of your own was left to you? You will realise you are dying before your time. Seneca One of the hardest things to do in life is to say no. To the invitations, to requests, to obligations, to the stuff everyone else is doing. Even harder is to say no to certain time-consuming emotions like anger, excitement, distraction, obsession and lust. None of these impulses feel like a big deal by themselves, but run amok. They become a commitment like anything else. If you're not careful, these are precisely the impositions that will overwhelm and consume your life. Do you ever wonder how you can get some of that time back? How you can feel less busy? Start by learning the power of no, as in no thank you. And no, I'm not going to get caught up in that. And no, I just don't have the time. It may hurt some feelings. It may turn some people off. It might take some hard work. But the more you say no to the things that don't matter, the more you can say yes to the things that do. This will let you live and enjoy your life, the life that you want. The big three. All you need are these. Certainty of judgment in the present moment, action for the common good in the present moment, and an attitude of gratitude in the present moment for anything that comes your way. Marcus Aurelius. Perception, action, will. Those are the three overlapping but critical disciplines of Stoicism. There's more to the philosophy, certainly, and we could spend all day talking about the unique beliefs of various Stoics. This is what Hercules thought, and Zeno, or Citium in the city of Cyprus, and he believed this and he believed that, but what such facts really help us day to day? What clarity does trivia provide? Instead, the following little reminder sums up the three most essential parts of Stoic philosophy worth carrying with you every day into every decision. Control your perceptions. Direct your actions. And willingly accept what's outside of your control. That's all we need to do. Clarify your intentions. Let all efforts be directed to something. Let it keep that end in view. It's not activity that disturbs people, but false conceptions of things that drive them mad. Seneca Law 29 of the 48 Laws of Power is Plan all the way to the end. Robert Greene writes, By planning to the end, you will not be overwhelmed by circumstances, and you will know when to stop. Gently guide fortune and help determine the future by thinking far ahead. The second habit in the seven habits of highly effective people is begin with the end in mind. Having an end in mind is no guarantee that you'll reach it. No Stoic would ever tolerate that assumption. 
But not having an end in mind is a guarantee that you won't. To Stoics, false conceptions are responsible for not just disturbances in the stool, but chaotic and dysfunctional lives and operations. When your efforts are not directed at a cause or a purpose, how will you know what to do day in, day out? How will you know what to say no to and what to say yes to? How will you know when you've had enough, when you've reached your goal, when you've gotten off track, if you've never defined what those things are? The answer is that you cannot, and so you are driven into failure, or worse, into the madness by the oblivion of a lack of direction. Where, who, what and why. A person who doesn't know what the universe is, doesn't know where they are. A person who doesn't know their purpose in life, doesn't know who they are or what the universe is. A person who doesn't know any of these things, doesn't know why they are here. So what to make of people who seek or avoid the praise of those who have no knowledge of where or who they are? Marcus Aurelius. The late comedian Mitch Herdberg had a funny story he told in his act. Sitting down for an on-air interview, a radio DJ asked him, So, who are you? In that moment, he had to think, Is this guy really deep, or did I drive to the wrong station? How often do we ask a simple question like, Who are you? Or, What do you do? Or, Where are you from? Considering it a superficial question, if we even consider it at all, we don't bother with more than a superficial answer. But, Gun to the head, most people couldn't give much in the way of a substantive answer. Could you? Have you taken the time to get clarity about who you are and what you stand for? Or are you too busy chasing unimportant things, mimicking the wrong influences and following disappointing or unfulfilling or non-existent paths? 7 Clear Functions of the Mind The proper work of the mind is the exercise of choice, refusal, yearning, repulsion, preparation, purpose and assent. What then can pollute and clog the mind's proper functioning? Nothing but its own corrupt decisions. Epictetus Let's break down each one of those tasks. Choice, to do and think right. Refusal, of temptation. Yearning, to be better. Repulsion of negativity, of bad influences, or of whatever isn't true. Preparation for what lies ahead or whatever may happen. Purpose or guiding principle and highest priority. Ascent to be free of the deception about what's inside and outside of our control and be ready to accept the latter. This is what the mind is here to do. We must make sure that it does and see everything else as a pollution or a corruption.